Welcome back to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I am Boomer X. I am Millennial Z. Today we are talking about being better. What do you do for yourself to better yourself in some way or things you can do a routine to better yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, or whatever it may be? What have you devised for yourself to improve your life and what steps can you take to do it? So that's our discussion today. And how about you? I don't know about the, I don't know about the steps, but uh, just <laughs> just cold, cold turkey doing it is how I approach yeah, these things. That's the that's the hardest thing is overcome procrastination. And one of the yeah. things about that is set a time to wake up to give yourself purpose. And I and I'll tell you how I do that. Even when you don't have to, even when it's a weekend or whatever. And, that, mm -hmm. and some people think that's crazy, but how I go about it is every day, the night before, I think about what I absolutely need to do the following day, even if it's a day off, even if it's a holiday, I give myself some purpose for the next day. So I'm not just listlessly or, you know, hanging around mm -hmm. and not accomplishing anything, unless it's a day to specifically do that, nothing, because- sure. That's one of the things to do. If you have a high stress life or a very busy life with a lot of people involved in a stressful job, that's one of the things you need to do. You need to schedule nothing days. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna Hard rest your, days. Yes. Well, you're not going to allow yourself to be stressed out to accomplish anything. But unless you have those days, and it doesn't have to be much, the previous night I could say, okay. And it's just in my mind, I don't make a, a note on my calendar or have a planner or anything like that. I did when I was you know, in business for myself or I had to do things, of course. But this is simply, I'm in my mind, I got to go to the grocery store tomorrow. I have to make sure I clean the bathrooms. I have to make sure I do laundry. And, and I make sure I do that. These, and it's not many things. It's, it's five or less, five or less things, mm -hmm. as trivial as it may be that I have to accomplish the following day. And you think, well, that's nothing. Everybody does that. I am telling you, everybody doesn't do that. And you <laughs> want to make them easy things. Like they can be five easy things or two easy things and two moderately easy things and so, or just not difficult things. So you know, okay, I don't have to worry about that anymore. And mm. you can accomplish those things that take more time or more complex or sophisticated so that you have, all right, you've eliminated all these small things. And now I need to do this. I need to start on that book chapter I was going to do. And I'm doing sure. it from this time to this time. You, you know, you give yourself purpose because nobody can give you purpose except yourself. Even if you're doing it for somebody else, you still have to give it to yourself. Or you're just not going to do it, which is what many people do. They just simply don't follow yeah. through. And I make sure I follow through. That's what I do the night before. I plan my day the night before yeah yeah you incorporated probably like three of mine in one in one so, right <laughs> yeah so it was like wake up early even on weekends was one yes. for me and i found yeah. that to be very beneficial more often than not that i do yes. wake up even on weekends because when you're bored and that was the next one is um don't res don't resort to the usual things you do to to entertain yourself just because you're bored be creative with the entertainment and that can even go into you know, let me read for a bit instead of just playing video games or 
you know, watching TV. Let me try to learn something instead of right. just listening right. to music or that, let me. That's what create, I was going to you know. bring up. And, and that's mm -hmm. a good point. Make myself do something different, even if it's with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Do something creative. Mm -hmm. Each day, even if it's only for 15, 30 minutes, something different and creative. And that also helps relieve stress and helps you look at the world in a better way. If I don't do that, I find myself slipping into certain mental states that I don't enjoy. Sure. Yeah. And I, I have to force myself to do it because I can easily fall into a routine because I did it for years. Yeah. You just go in pilot mode. Yeah. Autopilot. I'm just going through it. Don't do that. Uh, set up a time or a goal to be creative. And I know that sounds foolish. How do you make yourself creative? You don't give yourself a choice. E even if it's like you said, even if you're simply reading a book or you decide to write a short story or do you decide mm -hmm. to get into another endeavor? Learning an instrument, learning a language, yeah. you know, yep. something. Yes, that's entirely different. Learning a new skill, learning about a new place, going to a different grocery store, as mundane as it may be, it is something different. It doesn't matter. And try to do that at least a few times a week. Yeah. Uh, best case every day, a, a little small thing. Like I said, even if it's 15, 30 minutes, do that. Uh, the other one was, um, the third one was keep yourself honest with yourself and others. And that's probably my, that's my first one. My first and foremost one. Oh, that's out of. That to me is a given. Yeah, it's it's so ingrained into me. I don't allow anything else to happen. Yeah, that should simply that's just a simple part of who you are. But yeah, if that's not who you are, I would suggest greatly to do it. Your life will start to change. Well, it eeps even if you are and have habitually that way, it eeps into just you working out and you feel like you really don't want to work out. I but see. yeah, you said you were going to work out. So work out, you know, it is what it is. As long as you're not in serious pain and you could risk hurt further hurting yourself, sure. of course, yeah. in injuries, caveats to this, right. <laughs> but right. you know, if you're just cause you're tired or cause you feel, you know, like out of it, it doesn't just go work out. It doesn't matter. You'll probably feel better while you're doing it. Honestly, well, that, that goes to my, uh, be your own best friend. That's one of them I was going to mm -hmm. do. And that, speaks directly to that what you just mentioned hold yourself accountable give yourself a hard time jokingly i don't mean like don't punish yourself or be you wouldn't treat your best friend like an ass if they did something right. that you know, you know but you would joke about yourself man i'm so lazy you know and, and laugh about it but you say mm -hmm. no i gotta go do it be your own best friend that one is huge that one is, is it's essentially there. the jordan peterson which is i believe he says uh help uh treat yourself like you're helping somebody else you know because right people that's usually the one help way others to look more at. than they help themselves right yeah. that's one way to look at it. I, I haven't been i'm paraphrasing probably i'm sure he made it a lot more eloquent than i'm making it but <laughs> <laughs> hey i haven't seen that or heard of that from him but it, and it's just something i learned for myself many years ago and when i started treating myself like a friend and i also realized i need to treat my friends better after i started treating myself that way <laughs> but <laughs> When I did that, I did find my life, my life became a bit brighter and I became mm -hmm. less bothered by things in general because I wasn't so hard. But prior to that, I was really hard on myself about everything. And I still have a bad habit of that. And mm -hmm. I need to lighten up on myself and others. And when I started treating myself like a friend, like a really good friend, I, I 
I started looking at the world differently and acting differently and thinking differently. And that is such a huge one right up there with maintain your integrity. Don't, yeah. don't allow people to get you to lie about anything just because somebody's uncomfortable. That's their issue, not your issue. I'm not saying you have to be brutal, uh, brutally honest or be hurtful, but I'm saying is maintain your integrity with yourself and others at all times. Mm-hmm. And, and that one's, one's big. People have a hard time with that, especially oh, yeah. people who are highly educated and in professional settings who attempt to maintain like, oh, I'm, I never tell. I'm always, no, you're not. You are continually <laughs> omitting facts and presenting things in the most pleasant way possible when it's definitely dire or when you know there's a real problem coming down the road and you sugarcoat it in such a way as to make it seem like it's something that it's not. Yeah, it's palatable instead of. Yeah, you're being manipulative. That's not being truthful. Sure. You need to tell them what's going on as you understand it, not what they want to hear. That is deceptive. And what I'm saying is it needs to stop. When you stop Mm -hmm. that, people, some people won't like it. I'm going to tell you now, you're going to make some enemies. However, those people who have to work with you and know they have to work with you in future will much prefer to be with you. Your reputation will change and you will find yourself in a much better uh, state or regard from others. You will also find it easier to find a job too, because they know you're somebody that they can trust. And a lot of people think that there's somebody, well, I can trust that person. And that person's been lying to them about half the stuff they tell them all the time, but it's, just in such a way that it doesn't look like it right <laughs> what happened there <laughs> um yeah this one kind of goes into the jordan peterson thing as well going to my next one is um clean up after yourself which is his was um make clean up your room or make your bed or i believe was some some variable of that but um cleaning up after yourself is super important to me and should be for a lot of people because it keeps yourself honest again with yourself. And also yeah. you don't have to worry about these things afterwards. Or did I, did I clean that up? You don't have to worry about, you know, did, did I have to go back and retrace my steps? If you're always constantly habitually cleaning up after yourself, you don't have to worry about these things. And also it keeps yourself making sure you're doing the, th- the right thing at all times. Yeah, that's part of that self-discipline, maintaining self-discipline and hygiene mm-hmm. is certainly part of it, not just for your body, but for where you live, sure. maintaining where you live. And that's what you're talking about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's that's a big one. And you would be amazed at the people who don't do that as well. Or, and I don't understand it. And you can see that's been a thing with me. You don't know any different. I, I'm, I'm just like that. And mm-hmm. I'm not super... I'm not like Felix under Unger of the odd couple. I don't know if I'm, I, that just tells you how old I am, but I'm not. What super, a reference. Yes. I'm not <laughs> a neat freak or super, you know, tidy. However, you will not walk in at any time and be disgusted in my house at anything. You know, I'm so, I'm so old now. My best reference is monk from that old investigation show. I don't even right. think people would get that one. Like yeah. that's the best one I have. Like, Right. Yeah. That's somebody who's super fastidious OCD. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that at all. What I'm saying is don't allow yourself to live in filth at all. It's okay to have some stuff laying around from time to time, 
but you're going to pick it up. That's going to be one on your list for the following day to pick it up. Yeah. And that's like being a, you being your friend, you're not going to allow your friend to live in filth, uh, to right. live in an area that is simply has trash in it or it needs to be cleaned up. As I mentioned before, if the laundry needs to be done, you just go do the laundry. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. And especially, you know, we, we're on our own, so nobody else is going to do it. And it's, it's actually easier if you just do it as you need to, when you need to, and you don't have to think about it or worry about it, but you just make that a part of your routine that uh, yeah. something, being a friend to yourself, you're not going to allow yourself to live in dirt. Um, I guess one, I mean, a big one for me is working out, uh, trying to be yeah. physically healthy. I was going to say, maintain a physical regimen is huge. You will find your mental state change. And I haven't done that lately. And it, I can tell. So yeah. diet people, and working out, it's probably a big deal. People need yes. to treat really yourself physically life. like a friend too. You know, you treat right. yourself like a friend. That means take care of your friend's body because you're, you're the one putting things in it. You see your friend's stuff in their face with ice cream and pizza all the time. You're probably eventually going to be like, yeah, Hey buddy. Yeah. It's okay. You. Every once in a while, but you cannot do that as a regular routine it will catch up with you and as you age uh mm-hmm. when, like i'm in my mid 50s it happens much faster you can get away with it when yeah. you're younger much longer but it'll catch up with you anyway but when you're older you can feel the effects very quickly yeah the next yeah. day you're oh yeah groggy oh my stomach's lethargic. not right yes and mm-hmm. I, I slept poorly and i wake up i have less energy yeah and if i continue to do it anyway because that's what i like in a matter mm-hmm. of weeks, I'll have gained a lot of weight and feel. Oh man, I feel like bad. crap. I need yes. to go eat something to feel better. <laughs> yes, incredibly bad. Yes, it it, it doesn't yeah. take long at all. Stick look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when you work, try to be as efficient and diligent as you can. Uh, that's a big one for me because even when you're doing something as monotonous as you can, as it can be, if you just take pride in it and do it. You oh, you mean instead of dawdling and half half finishing mm-hmm. everything or not completing things and right taking the long way because ah what difference does it make yeah it's uh that's part of that self-discipline Get, mm-hmm. give yourself self-discipline is is was my on my list and i would have to agree when you're doing it do it mm-hmm. go ahead and do it and you can finish it and then you can do whatever else you wanted to do and do it in a manner that needs to be done yeah. i'm not saying that you need to treat everything as it's the last job you're ever going to do but do the no. job as you know it needs to be done yeah but don't half-ass it you know take pride in it right do it, right do it the right way um because uh, you you'll have to end up redoing it anyway we kind of hit this already but learn new things if you can every day yeah I mean, that's I part can't. of that creative thing make sure you do something different mm-hmm. uh yes every day if you can but a few times a week for sure it yeah. easily doesn't matter what it is it can be like even just learning a new word you know and that yeah. leads into the next one which is it could uh, be always trying to... a new way to work you know a yeah. different route it could be anything yeah that that one actually trying... helps a lot when i do that yes <laughs> trying new foods mm-hmm. anything anything try a new recipe it doesn't yeah. matter what it is buying something different at the grocery store everybody gets in their their routine about this is what i have i'm planning my meals and all that yeah or many people do and they eat the same thing all the time taco tuesday you know italian wednesday whatever it is they do and like no just that just happened to me i did uh i did white chili instead of my usual rice and chicken so yeah it did really well i like it. yeah and 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 it's good for you yeah Mm -hmm. 
So, um, always try to be precise with the language you use when expressing your thoughts and emotions, uh, which of course means, you know, reading more to have a wider vocabulary it kind of all blends into everything else, learning more words to be yeah, able to express yourself better. Part of that creative thing. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly not a bad thing to educate yourself. And I, and that's one of mine, educate yourself. It doesn't yeah. have to be formal. You don't have to go back to school. No. Yeah. That's somebody shoveling, spoon feeding you knowledge. You don't need that, right. especially once you're an adult. But if you may need that, if you're not somebody who can learn on their own, Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to, is my point. You can certainly need it. You can find textbooks or books written by those same people or people who know more than they do to educate yourself or you can take a class somewhere if you want a new language or you can find a friend who knows learns it there's all kind of different things you can do there's like five apps free apps on phones now that teach languages for free i mean right just download one of them and you're not going to learn any less or worse than if you took a spanish class somewhere you can take a spanish Probably. class and use their yes. phone app i mean it's not that's like you're limited that's what i mean you don't <laughs> yeah. limit yourself to the avenues you think mm -hmm. are available to learn you can learn anything and it doesn't matter what it is it's just expanding your mind and keeping it flexible and improving your ability to learn or maintaining it if you already have a great ability to learn that is a must yeah. and it doesn't matter how old you are keep mm -hmm. doing it uh, I, I go back to my stuff and and, and learn things all the time are relearning because I forget it. It's I may have been a wizard at it 20 years ago, but if I haven't used it in 17 years, I've probably forgotten a lot of it. Yeah, I've definitely forgotten more than I've learned and I'll continue to do so. I'll forever. My memory's terrible, but it is what it is. I, I love learning new things anyway, so it's not a big deal for me. <laughs> right, right. But I would say, yeah, make it make it a priority. And, um, and it could, you could do that as part of your physical training too. Like, I want to make sure I get in shape. What's the best way. And you could look past all the new fad ideas and all the old fad ideas and start coming up with your own theories for yourself and using yourself as a Guinea pig to, okay, what's a way I know I can lose weight and I'll stick with it. And you can combine those things yeah. into all sorts of things. We've, we've both done that mm -hmm. over our lives. And you would be surprised what you can learn. You can become cutting edge in your field in no time if you're willing to do deep dive research and apply it to yourself. Yeah, every field Which, has an expert and you can yeah. become one quite easily now with the internet. It's a lot of information <laughs> out there. Yes, and, and I don't mean somebody who's read 10 Google articles and one no, book. I mean, I like, mean you genuinely applying it, yes, Yeah. Uh, over a long period and taking mm -hmm. notes and sh sharing the data and all that. And mm -hmm. you can certainly, you can certainly do it. Yeah. Sifting through all the bad stuff too, is part of it. So yes. just because you Eliminate read a couple articles, nonsense. you got to try them out and see if they actually work and see, yes. you know, results. And you don't need somebody uh, standing over your shoulder to show you how to do it. You can read, yeah. you have your own critical thinking skills. You can apply it, see if it works, take notes, make a, take a hit just all just that. learning how to squat properly takes years i mean people think they got it just in yeah a unless you're of just one of like, those people who luck out and learn how to do it well right. i learned how to squat properly then i stopped doing it now i'm a terrible squatter <laughs> yeah yeah i've changed like over the years and stopped doing it yeah i'm a terrible mm -hmm. horrible squatter so well, I, it's just I, a matter of it's like a basketball guy learning how to shoot a certain way as soon as he builds muscle in a certain different area he starts shooting off because yep. he's used to his muscle in a certain yep. area and my and it's, it feels muscle has now. lessened by 
an incredible degree. I'm right. ashamed of it, but that has thrown off all of those types of movements for me, mm-hmm. squat type movements, because I have a lot less lower back and leg muscle. And yeah. So you're compensating muscle. different areas. Yeah. Now so I'm doing all kinds all... of crazy things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that long. Although to be fair, squat is probably one of the hardest things to learn besides clean and press, you know, one of those that's, crazy that's, ones. What's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Power clean and press yeah. is my favorite. Power, yeah. Olympic power clean and press is to me the hardest one to learn of a, yeah, of a complex I, movement. And not, not the Olympic, just the regular yeah. power clean and press. And the Olympic mm-hmm. one, that's basically an overhead snatch squat. And, yeah. yeah. Snatch and overhead squat. That's all that is. I, uh, and that's, that's good, but it ain't the same. You have no. to have a lot more muscle on you to do a proper power clean and squat. I mean, yeah. Power clean yeah. And press. Snatch is a lot more technique involved. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just on that end alone, just you can learn new things every day in that one field, whatever you pick, you know, yes. playing a guitar, you could learn new things in that alone every mm-hmm. day. It's it's not like it's a it's a hard thing to learn something new every day. And here's the thing, like, why would you want to do that? That's a lot of activity. You're forcing yourself to do all these things. But really, you will see your life improve mentally and physically, and you'll just feel better. You will yeah. be a better person. Your outlook will improve, too. Now, I've had some rough times lately because of hurricane damage and all kind of other issues happening to me all at the same time. And But I have to keep my mind around the fact that nothing has stopped completely. Things are going forward. I had people bail out on me. People lie to me. People coerce me into certain things. Other people not fall through through with what they were supposed to the way they were supposed to other people compel me to do things I didn't want to do or didn't think were necessary but they they're the ones holding all the cards and that'll get you angry and you know in a dark mood in a hurry and you Mm -hmm. just have to see this is all temporary and push through you have to make sense of it in your mind and that leads to one to get past that I still meditate every day even if it's only 15 minutes I have to do it. I have to do it to calm my mind down and let it go because I'm somebody when I see something, my mind immediately goes to hundreds of different scenarios that might play out. And I try to find the one most likely and why and try to do that. Mm-hmm. And I have to meditate to keep it together as far mm-hmm. as the ability to not, and to put it in perspective, I have to do it. And when I do mm-hmm. that, I feel better and everybody around me is better too. Yeah. Yeah, everybody needs their Zen moments. If that's meditation or just yeah, however, down however you day. do it, yeah, however mm-hmm. you do it, give yourself time to mentally unwind and deflate every day. I don't care if it's right before you go to bed, if you're on the toilet. I don't. It doesn't matter how it happens. <laughs> if you got little kids, if you got a you know a wife or husband that's always you know right next to you, whatever it is, give yourself fifteen, preferably more. But give yourself at least 15 minutes to absolutely have nobody bothering you and allow your mind to empty out and not think anything that's important at all. Just let it go and see what bubbles up and allow things to be placed in perspective with everything else and see that uh, it's not not a big thing. That's a skill they have to learn all on its own. Yeah, do it. That's why you got to do it every day. You got to do it every day otherwise it's not and and here's the thing i know that but i try to i'm one of those people who has to see see things go through you're one of the you and you know i don't let things go so Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> if if I have to do that, or I'll carry it around like a pit bull with his favorite bone, and I'll never let it go. I have to do it just to set it down. Um, things that you know I think need to be handled and and very serious about it. You know, Trent, it's not that big of a deal. Well, you know what? Uh, it is a big deal. It's not one now, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a big deal. And they're like, no, no, it's really not a big. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll take care of it. You know. It really is a big deal. And sure enough, two weeks or two months later, boom, it's a big deal. And it's because, you know, and I knew it. I could see it, been there, done it, or I just know how people are. And they didn't think, well, no, that there, that's no, no, it, it's certainly going to happen. So I have to just let them, let my mind set it down. I did my part and I told them, okay, mm -hmm. and just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of that whole um, control what you can control and not worry about the rest yeah, type of thing. Yeah, but you know, I I have this thing about taking ownership about things too much mm -hmm. and um, learning how to let go. And that was another one. Uh, that's part of that mental state. Learning how to let go is a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Learn how to let go, and that means different things to different people at different times. So yeah. make sure it applies to you. Learn how to let things go. Not only those things that you can't control, but even those things that you potentially can control and probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the hardest one for a lot of people. Things they mm -hmm. can control, but shouldn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, besides that, I mean... It, they all kind of interlap and even those interlap with each other. That's why I had a hard time. It's like, really, it's mostly just keep yourself honest with yourself and, and yeah. others. Maintain your integrity. Kind of falls yeah. into it. Maintain your integrity. Discipline and integrity. Mm -hmm. With yourself and others. And of course, you're going to have to develop self-discipline to do that because you'll be tested with that constantly. Sure. And again, you don't have to be a jerk about it, but don't compromise it for Sometimes anybody. it's really hard not to be a jerk about it, though. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Of uh, learning to not you if you if you tell you, yourself to not be one then you that's part of it too then <laughs> right <laughs> right know? and i come to and i'll come to my last one with that because it ties in is and i i don't know why because i'm a, i have like a neutral setting and been told i'm blunt kind people tell me i'm blunt but <laughs> the, this thing is try to be as kind as you can now sometimes people will see that as weakness and try to be or mistake it for submission, it is not. It mm. is simply just being as kind as you can. Now, some people you can't. You can't be kind to them, meaning you can't go out of your way to be nice to them because they will see that and try to take advantage of it. They'll see yeah, it try to weakness. exploit you. Yes, or see it as some sort of submission. But that leads to my other one from the try to be as kind as you can. Kind as other allows you to do. And I know some real spiritual people would say, well, be kind to them anyway if they're ugly to you. And I'm not saying don't be kind. What I'm saying is don't roll over for them. Sure. But that's that's me. That's my personality. You can There's simply... a bit of a philosophical point on that is, is it really kindness to just to show them something that they, they're not going to learn anything from? If, if you're just showing somebody kindness for the sake of right. kindness, is that right. really being kind? Well, if they turn out to be that person, just don't have anything to do with them again. Sure. Yeah. That, you that know what kind way. of person they are if they're a predator type individual while they have a smiling face and a thousand dollar suit and 
$500 shoes, but they are continually looking for ways to manipulate people, especially you, because you seemed particularly unable to be manipulated and they're making a project out of you. Simply make it some way that you don't have to deal with them anymore. Mm -hmm. And let, and, and they're definitely going to undermine you at every turn because now they consider you an enemy. That's their problem, not yours. And you're, you're being kind by not going after them. Yeah, sure. If there's a way to just completely not have them as part of your life, mm -hmm. then, what I'm yeah, saying is don't lower yourself to their level for revenge. Oh yeah. Don't do that. That's part of the being better. Don't take revenge mm -hmm. on people. Don't do it. It's yeah. not necessary. It typically creates more people, more problems than it's worth. And it's counterproductive at best. Yeah. And as tempting as it is, don't go out of your way to not do that. And they've made movies about it and television series about it, wrote books about it and have legends about taking revenge. And, I, don't, oh, and yeah. I'm telling you, it's very romanticized. Yes. Don't don't mm -hmm. you want to be better? Don't take revenge. Let it, let it go. It's I, usually and, not worth the energy to even no, do it. They just aren't that important. And I've had many opportunities in my life to do it. And I've, I've passed on 99% of them. And it could have been devastating to them. Mm -hmm. And they, they had no idea. Could have been devastating to them. They would have been ruined. And I didn't do it. There's a little bit of tickling with that, though, to me on the idea of tough love. And is that affiliated with being nice to somebody if you warn them preemptively when you see they're doing manipulative things? Now, the way you warn them, I don't know how you could be nice about it without it being bluntly. Well, so you can point it out, said, you know what that looks like to me, this and they'll deny it because they know they're doing sure. it and they got caught. And then when they deny it, you go, oh, OK, and just let it go. And, you know, yeah. they lied to you. And, they, and you caught them manipulating and they'll look out for you and see if it filters back to you or see if they treat you differently. They may be nicer to you or they may be angry with you or treat you more poorly or they say things about you behind your back because they're afraid that you're like they are, that you're going to be manipulative and use what you saw against them. Don't is what I'm saying. Let it, yeah. let it go. You're letting them know you're caught them and you saw it, but that's okay, whatever it is. And you know what kind of person they are. Like, oh, everybody does stuff like that. No, everybody doesn't. Mm -hmm. Most people don't do stuff like that. Only a certain kind of person tries to manipulate others in subtle ways. It's a really sinister, reprehensible sort of person. And when you see somebody doing that, avoid them at all costs. Don't allow them in your circle or don't exchange information with them because they're going to use it against you. It's always going to be against you. And if you right. know people who are aware that that person is like that and still wants to buddy up with them, then, you know, other people you need to avoid as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's me. You know, you could say, well, you're not very forgiving. Oh, yeah, I've forgiven them. I'm not going to take revenge. I'm not going to report them. I'm not going to say ugly things about them or try to take any revenge or, or teach them a lesson. I'm not going to do any of that. I just realize if those people are fine with somebody like that. That means they're a lot like them. Right. So you need to avoid them as well. Mm -hmm. And being better is don't be that way and don't associate with those people who find that as a, a virtue. Stay away from them. Uh, yeah, obviously. That would mm -hmm. be the best course of action. Mm -hmm. 
avoidance is probably the best mannerism to be nice to me because it's the easiest one. Otherwise, I have difficulty being nice to people that are obviously trying to, you know, mess with me. <laughs> with oh, yeah. words. I, and, and I don't mean that like there's no threats of violence or anything like that. I it's different. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know it what you're talking about internal politics but even that 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 person if i'm constantly issues. aware of it it starts eating in my brain so i have to get yes. away from them yeah because you have integrity when you have integrity and you're conscientious that time of stuff will bother you greatly that's the yeah. other thing if you truly don't care if you're somebody or it doesn't matter then that means you either have a incredible compassionate soul or you truly don't care and mm -hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> just means you not a whole lot of uh, conscientiousness there Mm -hmm. or there's a lack of integrity somewhere mm -hmm. or that would bother you right yeah you're seeing how you can exploit them for exploiting others essentially mm -hmm. how that goes mm -hmm. around uh yeah nasty nasty stuff um yeah my being better is don't participate in it don't encourage it don't try to seek revenge for it don't join in and try to be better than them or don't try to turn it back on them or play their game or don't even try to ignore it stay aware of it and avoid it completely mm -hmm. yeah i'm trying to think of a, a different one that but they all kind of just blend into those two topics when you really get down to the brass tacks of it all <laughs> yeah when you're philosophical being philosophical about it 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 goes like that it does seem to be mm -hmm. but the easiest way just to do it nitpicking it after right. a while the easy way to go about that in my opinion was be your best be your best friend i'm not saying mm -hmm. you can't have other best friends especially if you have a spouse or a or a close partner of some sort and they're they're your best friend that's wonderful but you can be your best friend too when they're not mm -hmm. around you know when they're not doing it you can be their best friend and you can be your own uh it'll also show you like it did for me that Man, I don't treat myself very well. I didn't. I, I treated myself poorly a very long time. And I was just used to it. I, I was just used to other people treating me so bad that I thought, oh, that's the way it needs to be. And that's why I was angry all the time because I was treated so badly by myself right. and everybody else. And I was always angry when I got tired of it. So I was always angry. I guess one I could get that kind of doesn't hit any of those is um, try to find something that, that excites you. Uh, yeah as a yeah. hobby or something i know yes. a lot of people maybe don't do that i would even go into it. even further into it is something that is a little bit dangerous but not, that's all for a lack of a better word i know dangerous is, can be mean a lot of things but to me it's like motorcycle riding or you know something like that or somebody else it could just be simply you know skateboarding or something you know something that can ca possibly cause a little harm you mean, uh, cause. I'll, 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 yeah, people are going to think you're crazy for saying that. So I'm right. Gonna, I, what I think you're saying is, uh, it's hard test, to express it well. Yeah. Into. Test your limits. Yeah. A little test bit. Your test your yeah. limits or bring See it, what, have a little bit of excitement in your life. Have a yeah, little extend bit of, your, extend yourself a little bit and give yourself, yeah. make, and take some risks here and there. Yes. Take some risks is a better way of putting it. And it doesn't yeah. have to be life or limb risks. No. Like some it doesn't men have do. To be. Like jumping out of planes or, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can if you want. That's your thing. Whatever, you know. Climbing Yosemite <laughs> without a rope, you know, that kind of thing. You don't need to do that. Start, you know, rock climbing. Yeah. You know, 200 feet up. No, 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 you don't have to do that. But, but start 
testing your limit, do something that has some sort of risk. Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's like us, like we're, like I said, we're motorcyclists. So it could be throw a tent, sleeping bags and camping gear and go somewhere and yeah. spend the night out there in the woods, wherever yeah. it is, like a park. That's, that's a little risky. It's mm -hmm. something new. It's going to a different place. And you're testing yourself to see if you can deal with it. What if it rains, you know, or if just it does, what are you going to do? It's always not going to be good weather. And just don't use your phone and drive somewhere and see if you can make your way back home. That type of stuff. Like try to figure out how Yeah, I know I that'd got be here. a revelation for you, but it's really not for me, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for a lot of people, especially my generation, we use GPS. We use our Google maps for everything. So we don't right. even pay attention. If I got an hour away from my house, I, you know, a certain direction, if I don't hit a, an interstate line it's going to be a little bit till i have you know figure out yeah, where you i am see, i look i use google maps or ways or any of that like i use an old paper map i pull mm -hmm. it up i look at the traffic between where i want to go and where i am i ask for the best route traffic wise or or any other wrecks or problems and then once i see the route i turn it off and put it in my pocket and i go i don't have yeah. it on the whole time and on the motorcycle, that's a good thing because yeah. I don't have one of the newer motorcycles where you can listen to it in your helmet as it's doing. I don't have that. Or I have yeah. a show in a GPS on the screen and my, I don't have that. I have mm -hmm. an older one. I don't want it. And not to mm -hmm. say I wouldn't use it if it were there when I could, I probably would, especially in a new area. Yeah. But I would try not to. Yeah. And I, I don't want to do it. I want to just go. I, I, I don't want to be looking down at the screen while I'm riding down the road. I want to be riding down the road and paying attention sure. to everything. I want to enjoy that ride. I don't want to be worried. And if you do that, and I'm also, I'm forcing myself to use a brain, do something new, look at new sites, try to remember things, all those things that you do as a person to attempt to keep things moving rather than make it too easy where you don't have to think anymore. You don't have to memorize anymore. I, I try to maintain those skills when it used to be, you had an old fold out map that you could never quite fold up back properly. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I got this. And okay, I'm gonna go that way. And you make a list in your head. That's what I do. I still do it, even when it's laid out. And then I put it in my pocket. Or I put it in my little box on the bike, and I go. Right. Yeah, I'm a lot better now with it. Because riding a motorcycle, I, I at least know, you know, some things about how interstates are you, you know, northbound, southbound, certain, you know, laterals and longitudes of I, you know, the eyes. I know a little bit more like, oh, if I'm hitting yeah. here, I know this is here, this is here. Yeah. So I can kind of like triangulate you know, my way back to certain a, areas. If it's an even numbered interstate, it goes east west. If it's an odd numbered interstate, it goes north south. You know that. Right. Yeah. Also, I know a so little bit. The numbers mean something. They mean miles yeah. away from a certain point. And once you figure out where that point is, then you know whatever exit number it is. That's the original thing. All those little signs they keep throwing up to tell you these same things. <laughs> yeah. It's in there already. I, I mm -hmm. think it's just a way for somebody to make money, but that's a whole other discussion. But yeah, it's there sure. already. If you know the exit number, you know how many, you don't need a sign. It is in the sign. That's what the number's there for. Everything means something. The A and the yeah. B mean something. You know, that's one side or the other. The, the numbers mean something. They all have a purpose. So sure. yeah. And when you know that. For the most and, part. There's, and it used there's, to know um... that. It would tell you that when you have to do the driver's test in the old days. You would have yeah. to learn that stuff. They don't teach that anymore. So no, the driver's test is a joke now. They have electric billboards up, tell it constantly, telling you things about what's going on, and your phone telling you, and your car telling yeah. you, and all 
like I, I just want peace i don't want to hear all that i want to just find my signs now if there's a wreck i'd like to know because i'll, yeah. I'll get off before then but again you have that happening you have people yelling in your ear constantly and again be, that's why you need that beat you need some peace for yourself at least 15 minutes a day yeah just to deflate decompress quiet your mind a little bit get your bearings back and when i don't do that it it's definitely noticeable yeah any of those i just i can't express enough on the danger thing doesn't mean you know go jump into a tiger pit and have (laughs) at it like just it's it's a very cautious risk-taking very controlled risk-taking very calculated and accepted manner of something that would go well, that's not something I normally do, and it's a little bit dangerous. And yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that helps a lot of people because it gets you better at stress levels, too. It gets you better at knowing how you deal with stress or more comfortable in a stressful situation. I would say it helps reset your perspectives, too. Sure. About, more about gra- what, grateful about what can be you're... done, what, what your world is about, new experiences, all that. It's more of that. Mm-hmm. And it helps your mental state. It really does. Yeah. All those things help your mental state. If you just sit around a long time doing nothing, it will catch up with you in a hurry. It will destroy mm-hmm. you mentally over time. Yeah. I just, I'm, you know, me and you have been watching motorcycle videos of people crashing. And, and now I, I've gotten into those situations and knowing now that people, freak out in those situations so much terribly than what I did is like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not nearly as bad as I could be. <laughs> and that kind of puts a little <laughs> pride in me. Like I could have, that could have gone terrible if I would have just, you know, squitted that clutch break and on the front and just decided to load myself on the front and then just ran back in that guy. But, uh, you know, I actually thought about the situation like, Hey, I'm going this fast. This guy's this close. There's obviously different exits. I can take a right turn. I don't have to be down in this. Yeah. Lane, you know, you know that's stuff part of that maintaining your cool the con the the seeking for new experiences no matter how small Mm -hmm. or trivial it may be and how easy it may be doesn't matter all those things help you with those type of situations much better um and here's the thing on day-to-day things like office things you may you may see me emotionally not may you will see me emotionally get bothered and aggravated and i'll say stuff and (laughs) things like that no i i will and I'll tell you why I do it in an office type setting, because it's an office type setting and it doesn't really matter. And people, you know, I think people need to know what they're about. We're not going to pretend this isn't something it isn't and we're going to discuss it. But when we're talking truly dangerous situations of which I have been in many, many over the years, you will see me the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I get super quiet and I just, move i don't say anything you don't see me with any emotion whatsoever and i just do it and i do it in a very controlled precise way but that's in real dangerous situations which now i'm older and i'm not doing those things so i don't it's not an issue but in an office i'd act somebody would think i would be typically undisciplined because i do i just if i'm bothered by something everybody's going to know it I, i tell them if I'm not, if I'm in a good mood, I'll let them know too. It's a social situation where there's no real consequences. There's sure. no real physical risk there at all. Everything's controlled. Everybody's being pleasant and I'm bored out of my mind. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. interject some humanity in this situation. 
It's that mundane nothingness like a mausoleum you're walking into. That drives me crazy. So I'm actually going to be a human being and let you know it while I'm there. But in mm-hmm. real high-risk situations, like the most recent one, it's just last week I was coming back. It was on the interstate and somebody jammed the brakes in front of me. Now I have an older bike, doesn't have ABS. It has linked front and rear brakes, but it doesn't have ABS. And that's that UBS. <laughs> right. So I jumped on the front and rear brakes and eased into it progressively harder, but in a very controlled way. And if I would have done, if I'd have just panic jumped it, even with front and rear, it would have started sliding and I probably would have bumped into the person. But the way it was this way, I slowed down very, very quickly. Now I was worried about the guy behind me hitting me. Yes. He was in that's a newer, part of it. He was in a newer car and he did, he avoided hitting me by like a foot. Mm. And if he wouldn't have had any lock brakes, he probably would have hit me. Now I didn't need any lock brakes to slow down enough. And I avoided hitting the car in front of me by about eight, 10 inches. Right. And we went from 75 to 25 very quickly and then stopped 75, 25 and the next hundred feet or so stopped. And if it wouldn't have been for an extra hundred feet, it probably would have gone very well. Well, I would have looked for the shoulder and gone that way, but I didn't think that was necessary because we started moving because I was just about to dip off. But again, that one also, uh, physical altercations where I've had people attack me in various ways, using weapons or not. You won't see me yell things, say things, do crazy stuff. All of a sudden, now, if I might say that before, you might hear me yell it. But once it starts happening, once there's a real situation, super quiet and still, and I just do, just go until I'm sure everything is done. I don't say another thing. I won't. I'll, and it's just done. And that's part of that mental thing over time. But again, if people who know me, who haven't seen me in those situations think, oh man, he'd probably be yelling, screaming, say, nope, nope. Not when it re- not when there's a real situation, you won't hear a yeah. word from me. You won't hear anything. Uh, and it's the same with, like I said, anything else. Um, just do it. You know, let's, let's go. We, we can talk about it after. Uh, if, if, I'm being emotional with you. I'm bothered clearly, but I'm not going to do anything right then because I know there's no physical thing. If, however, if you see me get super quiet and still and very observant, all of a sudden, there's probably a real problem (laughs) that needs to be handled and something may go down very, very quickly. But that's, to me, that's part of that being better in, put things in proper perspective. Now, a lot of people mm-hmm. are just the opposite. In a day-to-day office situation, they want to keep quiet and not make any waves and do all this. And they want it quiet in the office and they don't want to disturb anybody. And I'm not saying disturb anybody. What I'm saying is let people know what you're thinking and emoting and how it affects you because you mean something too. People should know this so you don't destroy morale later. You don't, people don't start quitting all of a sudden and let them know that's fine. When it's a real problem, though, that's when you can talk about it later. You just deal with it. Yeah. You know, and that, and yeah. that's part of that being better. You can, you'll be emotionally stable because you've gotten all that emotion out before. Now it's time to get it done because there's real problems that need to be handled. No time to talk about it. Yeah, that might be a genetic thing because I definitely get quiet when I need to deal with something. 
I don't, I don't talk about it. We don't need to discuss this. This is, no, just, I, is what it is. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It was something I just learned over time and it, it just mm-hmm. happened. Uh, and, and I found out in, you know, truly dangerous situations that it's worked out much better because of that. Um, but again, if, if you hear me making noise, sure. I, I might be bothered by something, but there's no real danger there. Right. <laughs> um, there's no real issue. There's no real risk to deal with. It's just a problem that needs to be handled. You know, not nothing that's a real, that's a genuine serious problem. Just typical human nonsense mm-hmm. that needs to be ironed out. You know, some argument or some disagreement, who cares? You know, that's, I mean, I care. I wouldn't be making noise, but really at the end of the day, you just go home, you know? Yeah. And, and, again, and, um, and I say that as far as being better, keep things in perspective, mm-hmm. keep things in perspective and people might not understand your perspective because they don't understand where you're coming from. They don't understand your position or the ramifications of it and how it's affecting you because, and that's okay as long as you do, but keep it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, that goes back to trying to be precise when expressing yourself. Exactly. I think people um, don't take that into account nearly as often as they, as they should. Most no. often people are trying to tell me something. I'm no idea what you're saying. People <laughs> like, are what super are you sloppy about it. And I get, uh, I am, but I try. My fiance bothers is bothered about that because she says I'm too literal too often. Mm. And my thing is I can't read your mind. Well, I just mentioned this last week or I've said it several times. You said it several times over a year. And you're talking about people I've never met in a situation I've never been in. You're going to have to remind me, right? Like you're, you're not being precise. You're talking in a context that was mentioned six months ago about a thing that I've never seen or had to deal with personally. It's a story Mm -hmm. about a story and I'm supposed to just pick it up. And I'm like, (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she's angry with me because Mm. I like, you need to be, you're just too literal. I was like, no, you need to stop speaking so figuratively because I can't read your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I have no problem. idea what you're talking about. Seriously, I mean, she'll be aggravated. Seriously, yes, yeah, seriously, because I don't know what you're talking about. Or you'll make a joke, and I don't know it's a joke because it's in text. I can't tell if you're joking in text all the time. That's a bad thing about text and email. You can't get the tone. Right. So, you know, like you mentioned, be precise when you're understand where you are in the context that's difficult especially for people who jump all over the place in a conversation and they're constantly talking about their own personal journey and you're like i don't i haven't been where you are i don't know what you're thinking right now i don't know the context you're telling me these things but you're telling me just relating a story and you're not telling me everything you experience you're just telling me what's important to you it i may not be getting it yeah, so, layered references with jargon yes, that you aren't yes, familiar with. And it's like, right. And talking about I people I have, well, you know how so-and-so is. No, I don't. I don't work with them. Well, I mm-hmm. told you how they were. You told me how they were a couple of times a few months mm-hmm. ago. I, means nothing to me now because I don't remember why. Because I don't see them every day, eight hours a day like you do. And what's more, I probably don't even care, except <laughs> it's important to you. So I care about what you think. So I'm tr- struggling mm-hmm. to keep up. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so yes uh, be precise is is a big one yeah 
but besides that though there's i mean yeah it just kind of boils down to integrity and being honest with yourself which is integrity yeah be your best friend yeah that's a biggie um Mm -hmm. make sure to continually learn be creative test your boundaries i think if you do those things you will continually be better and be kind be kind wherever you can and even when you even when you can't this one's a big one uh get more sleep people Uh, i don't know oh yeah that's huge i've never had this issue i luckily i mean i know you had to get like sometimes three hours of sleep in 72 hours luckily i've never had a job that i needed to do that yeah i've 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 gone 72 hours without sleep more than a few times in the past yeah, i've never had to do that i used to go 24 hours without sleep at least once a week Mm -hmm. at least all the time and 48 hours is nothing to me i would do that at least once a month so yeah and that's you start to see it 72 you start uh, 72 hours i started dreaming while i was awake and yeah, one time super unhealthy I, for you yeah one time i stayed awake for 96 and that was miserable i uh, said i'll never do that again i'm not going to do 72 unless lives are in danger there's a real reason in fact i'm not going to do 24 unless there's a real reason because i'm not doing that anymore that was i did that 20 30 years ago i'm not doing it anymore so maybe that is one I should work on learning how to stay up later because I struggle at 24. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> well now, yeah, it's, it's I, really after 24, I could still do 24 without too much trouble, but I don't want to. And you shouldn't, mm. it's, it's rough on your body. It's rough on your mind. Uh, mm. You start having other issues um, mentally and physically over time. And now I just get your sleep, get, get your eight hours more if you need it. I don't know what. Yeah, sort I don't of think I've ever even done above thirty-six. If I've ever done that, yeah, it it really genuinely screws up your sleep patterns. Now I have trouble with insomnia, probably every two or three months, and I might not sleep for a few days, and then I get so tired I just sleep, mm-hmm. and then I'll sleep for twelve hours after not sleeping. But it's not because I choose to do it anymore. It's because now I have other other things going on that it's difficult for me to fall asleep sometimes under certain situations because I train myself to stay awake for long periods and subconsciously my body and mind still want to do it. Don't do that. And that's why I say, yeah. don't, don't fall into that trap because it'll become a habit without you. Yeah. Don't get into it. the habit of not sleeping. That's yes. terrible. That's yes. a terrible habit. to have. It is. It is <laughs> rough on you. It will shorten your life and age you quickly. Don't mm-hmm. do it. It will, yeah. me- it will mess you up. I definitely believe that. Yeah, people mm-hmm. need to get more sleep. I, my even my friend group, uh, one of my friends, Josh, he would regularly get five, four to five hours of sleep, and I'm like, that's that's not good for you, dude. Yeah, that's not. I, I would function on six. I function on six hours of sleep a night for years mm-hmm. and years and years. That was like a a full night. I don't recommend it. Mm-mm. I don't recommend it. Get your eight, and so yeah. you can go. I don't know, but who gets eight hours of sleep? Almost nobody. That's why I'm saying, get it. You will mm-hmm. notice the quality of your life improve. Well, I don't have time. Then you probably need to sleep nine hours mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're stressed out. You, if you're not getting enough, get more. And if you say, I can't because I don't have enough time, get more than that. Mm-hmm. Because you really need it. Make the time is my point. There's mm-hmm. a reason why your body sleeps a third of the time from birth mm-hmm. to death. Because you need it. Mm-hmm. And if you try to remove it, you're going to pay for it. Your life will be shorter. You'll be sleeping forever then. Don't do that. <laughs> Sleep when you're dead. 
Yeah, yeah you hear that. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. So you will last longer if you get enough sleep. Make sure you get enough sleep. Good sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only one I can really think that could really change the difference for people in their livelihood. And just on a daily notice, you know, they would definitely notice it within days of getting yes. good sleep. A few, several days and, and make it a habit. Do whatever you need to. And if you have something that's not letting you sleep truly and you see the quality of your life going down, change it. Get a new job. Yeah. Get a new boyfriend. Get a new girlfriend. Get a new residence. It doesn't matter. Change it. Because it's one of those things where you don't know it, but it is killing you. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause problems for you. And it's, it's yeah, so far reach, reaching, it's it's hard to describe. That's a stress stacker for sure. And stress yep. alone has caused all yep. type of other issues. Or it will lead indirectly to something else because you didn't get enough sleep. Yeah. And I'm not saying you sometimes there's a it's necessary to go without Mm -hmm. and that's fine but don't do it as a habit right there's an exception to every rule besides that rule yes (laughs) everything in moderation even moderation there we go (laughs) (laughs) so so what's our next subject uh johnny depp and amber heard case oh we're going to talk about them huh yeah that's that is a good one we've seen the things come out we saw it in the news over the last couple of years about different things we've mentioned it multiple he times said, in other she podcasts. Says, yeah we talked about these and things that were coming out and sure enough in the trial it is vindicated what was we found mm-hmm. out about and mentioned in the past these little reports from different people saying little recordings and snippets mm-hmm. of recordings right so yeah we'll go over that and people's response to it and talk about how it's actually affecting things to where we think it should really affect things and what what may mm-hmm. happen what has happened and may happen and what's going on right now so yeah what about johnny depp and amber heard that will be a next one so thank you for listening and we'll see you later peace